And so this morning, so I am going to try to see if I can finish up Je veux essayer de on our series that we have been doing for some time. Because we have been talking about the phases of spiritual growth. Parce que nous des phases de la we talked about having a foundation. Nous avons parlé une which we classified as growing downwards. Que nous avons comme étant we talked about fellowship with one another inside the church. Nous avons parlé de les uns les dans which we talked, which we said growing inwards. Que nous avons dit, we talked about bearing fruit. Nous avons parlé de de Not the way a lot of you understood it before. De la que nous avons ça avant. Fruit in the sense that you have something that other people come to you to enjoy it. Le fruit dans le sens que vous avez quelque chose qui va bénéficier les autres. Fruit in the sense. Le fruit dans le sens. That you become useful to people around you. Que vous serez bénéfique aux gens autour de vous. We, we, we talked about fruit. Nous avons parlé de fruit. To the extent that you only need to be absent for one day for people to notice. Au point où quand vous êtes absent d'un seul jour, les gens vont vraiment. And we talked about bringing forth fruit consistent with repentance. We said you don't need to tell anybody that you have changed. They need to see you changed. And then last week we talked about the fruit of the Spirit. And for your information, if this is the first time that you are watching this series, all the other series are online. You can listen to them. Si c'est la première fois que vous écoutez ces séries, toutes les séries sont en ligne, vous pouvez les suivre. When we talk about the fruit of the spirit, quand nous parlons des fruits de l'esprit, we talk about it in relation to growth. Nous parlons de ça en relation avec la croissance. And we define growth as a process of change. Et nous avons défini la croissance comme le processus de changement. Meaning that nobody can say that they have grown if they are not changed. It is difficult for you to tell me, uh, Pastor, my child has grown. My child was two feet last year. Is he two feet this year? Most of you will not boast of me. And say, Pastor, I give glory to God. My child was in grade two, two years ago. Is he in grade two now? Mon enfant était en deuxième grade, en deuxième, il est toujours en deuxième grade. That is not growth. Ça, ce n'est pas la croissance. So when we talk about the fruit of the spirit, nous avons parlé des fruits de l'esprit. We said that love is the bedrock of all of them. Nous avons dit que l'amour surpasse tout. Your love toward God, votre amour vers Dieu, we assure joy. It means that you love God enough that it doesn't matter what is happening around you, you are joyful. Ça veut dire que vous aimez Dieu autant que ça ne dépend pas des circonstances, vous avez la joie. Your love towards God, votre amour vers Dieu, will assure that you have peace. Ça va vous assurer que vous avez la paix. And we said that those are the only two that is inward when it comes to the fruit. C'est les deux qui sont à l'intérieur quand ça devient. But as much as they are inward, they are still a blessing to people around you. Même aussi longtemps que c'est l'intérieur, mais c'est une bénédiction vers les gens. If I have a problem, si j'ai un problème, and I come to you. And I see that you are already crying. I won't tell you my problem any longer. But when I come to you, and that's why the fact that you have received bad news, you have the peace of God. I'm not even going to know that you receive bad news. It is after I have told you my story. Ah, then you say, Pastor. Glory be to God. Me too, I just received news like this. 
Then I will say, indeed, you have the peace of God. How can I have what you have? And then we say that love. Et nous avons dit que l'amour long. C'est souffrir. Love is kind. L'amour c'est gentil. Love is good. L'amour est bon. Those are three attributes of love that are in the fruit of the spirit. Ce sont les trois attributs de l'amour qui sont dans les fruits de l'esprit. We gave a very simple definition. Nous avons donné une définition simple. For the one that the Bible calls faithfulness. Pour ce que la Bible appelle la fidélité. It says it is love that I will have towards you that will make me to keep my promises to you. Il dit c'est l'amour que j'ai envers toi qui va faire que je vais garder ma promesse pour comme pour sur toi. If I am faithful, si je suis fidèle, I will have enough love for you. I don't want to waste your time. J'aurai beaucoup d'amour pour toi que je ne vais pas perdre votre temps. If I am faithful, si je suis fidèle, I will have enough love towards you. I don't want to disappoint you. J'aurai assez d'amour que je ne vais pas vous décevoir. And then we say that one of the fruit is meekness. Et nous avons dit que l'un de l'amour c'est. Et whatever happens, my love for you transcends anything you can do towards me. Tout ce qui se passe, mon amour pour toi dépasse toute chose que tu peux faire pour moi. It simply means I will control my feelings Ça when I have wrong. Contrôler mes sentiments pour l'amour. And then lastly, we talked about self-control. Et nous avons parlé de contrôle de soi. And we said that is love that keeps me from doing wrong to other people. C'est l'amour qui me retient de faire du mal envers d'autres. And so with that, we summarize all the fruit of the spirit. De, avec ça, nous avons résumé les fruits de l'esprit. Nine in one. Neuf en un. Brethren, these are fruits that you are supposed to grow in. God, you may be blessed to be gentle. You may not be blessed to be patient. And so, as you are working with patience, you find out that you, you are also increasing in gentleness. And don't feel bad. This is a fruit. It is supposed to grow. The only thing is that the same fruit that you have this year should be multiplied by next year. So this week, very quickly, we want to talk about how do you then grow upwards. And to tell you the truth out of all of them, this is the one that it may be a little bit challenging to understand. Because it is impossible for a man to grow upwards. I, I, I remember sometimes when you turn certain screws or certain wrenches, you might be turning it this way and the thing is going upwards. And so I will read the passage and then I will explain what I mean. In going upwards, there are things you do. And to tell you the truth, when you have grown upwards, it is not you that you say you have grown upwards. It is heaven that will say that you have grown upwards. Because let us go to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. I'm going to quickly read through and then I will talk about 10 lessons I can give you from the passage. I will give you those 10 lessons because by the grace of God we only have a few times. The more I read into it, the more I increase the points. 
Le mieux j'en parle, le mieux j'augmente. As a good teacher. Comme un bon enseignant. When I give you ten, the rest I should have extra seven in my pocket. Quand je vous donne dix, je dois me rassurer que j'en ai septante. So for those of you that will go, I know some of you will go. You call your people together and say, come, 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 come. I, I want to teach you something. Please feel free to teach them the ten. That is why I like the scriptures. The Bible says, and to one is given a word of knowledge. Not all the knowledge that God has. And I am humble to believe. Et je suis humble pour if God were to speak to me, that number might grow to 50. Si Dieu doit me parler, ce nombre peut aller à 50. But I'm only at 17 now. The Bible says, starting from verse 25. It says, and behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? Verse 27. And he answered of him, said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God. With all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Verse 28. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answered, said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. And he fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment, and they wounded him and departed him and left him nearly dead. And by chance, by chance, there came down a certain priest, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, by chance, a Levite, when he was in the place, he came and he looked on him. And he also did what? He passed by on the other side. And also, by chance, a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, he came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and he took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pens and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spend more, when I come again, I will repay you. Which now of these three do you think was the neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, he that showed mercy on him. And then he said, and then Jesus said unto him, Go and do likewise. And Jesus said unto him, Go and do likewise. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. We want to look at some few things before I go into the same points. There are three major people in this story. There was the Levite. There was the priest. And then there was the Samaritan. We are not going to talk about the injured man. Because the injured man stands in a class of his own. 
And then there are other people that were going back and forth. Now let me paint a picture of what the road between Jericho and Jerusalem looked like. Imagine if it was possible to construct a road between America and Iraq. That is what the road to Jerusalem looked like. It was a road that nobody wanted to pass unless you had to pass through. It was a place that when you passed, you said your prayer before you left. Because your family knows that you might not come back. It was a very dangerous path. And so we understand that this was a place that anything could happen. And Jesus used that story to tell us a story about loving God, loving yourself, and then loving your neighbor. Three things. Loving what? Loving who? God. Loving yourself. And loving your neighbor. Now, the Bible says that Jesus said, and your neighbor as yourself. Meaning that it is a given that you, like, you love yourself. It is a given that you want certain things for yourself. Now, the challenge that is this. I am the one in the middle. I have God. I have my neighbor. Is it possible to love both at the same time? Or is it possible to love one and not the other? Or is it possible to love my neighbor and not love God? The equation is very simple. And this may come, this may come as a shock to a lot of Christians. If I love my neighbor, then by automatic, whatever, I am loving God. And the reason is this. If you love my child and you care for my child, then automatically you are showing the love that you have for me. You can't tell me that, Pastor, I love you and treat my wife shabbily. Your love is hypocritical. You cannot say, Pastor, I love you and then you see my child in need and you don't drop everything to help my child. Oh, you cannot say, Pastor, oh, I love the members of this church. And yet, every day, there's none of them that you're thinking about. Those of you, those of us that have been in love understand what love means. It means that when you are at work, you are thinking of that person. When you are driving home, you are looking forward to that person. So how can you then hear that that person had an accident and you just drive past? So I want to leave you with these ten points. Because in these points, 
you will understand that loving God is hypocritical if you don't love your neighbor. In fact, I stand to be corrected. But you cannot love your, you cannot love God if you don't love your neighbor. Number one. My love for God is called into action when one of his own is in need. The story says the man fell among thieves. Suddenly, that man was what? He was in need. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 20, Matthew chapter 25. He said, when I was hungry, when I was thirsty, he said, when I was a stranger and I needed somebody to show me where to get a driver's license. He said, when I was naked, when I was sick, and when I was prison. He said, every time that I had a need, he said, you were there. And so it is difficult to say that I love God and I constantly overlook the needs I see around me. Je ne peux pas dire que j'aime Dieu et je, je, je néglige constamment les besoins autour de moi. It's difficult. C'est difficile. For you to be able to sleep. Pour être en mesure de dormir. When somebody just told you that I heard that that family is about to divorce. Quand quelqu'un vous dit que j'apprends que cette famille veut divorcer. It is difficult. C'est difficile. For you to say. Je dis. I love God. J'aime Dieu. But then somebody told you that, that that family, two of their children are in the hospital and you could go to bed and sleep. Who is your neighbor? Number two. My love for God and those who matter to God may involve putting me in difficult, embarrassing, and dangerous settings. But then let me paint the picture for you. <laughs> From the story, the man that was attacked was probably a Jew. So a priest that was a Jew did not stop to help a Jew. A Levite that was a Jew did not step to help a Jew. Now, let me paint a picture for you. It happened sometime in June in England. There was a Black Lives Matter riot. All of a sudden, a Caucasian male got injured. And one man decided. This is not what we are about. And he says, I am going to help that man. And so he goes ahead. He goes ahead. And make sure that he carries the man to safety. Risking his own life. Because to everybody else, that was the enemy. Brethren, when you are helping people that God wants you to help, 
Et il faut une uncomfortable situation. Quand vous aidez Dieu, les des hommes que Dieu veut que vous aidiez, ça ça vous mettra dans Number three. Number three. My love for God. Mon amour pour Dieu. Make me to recognize. Me fait reconnaître that my neighbor may not look like me. Que mon mon prochain ne paraîtra pas comme moi. He may not think like me. Il ne peut pas pas réfléchir comme moi. He may not be as fortunate as me. Il ne peut pas être. He may not behave as me. Il ne peut pas être comme moi. But he's still my neighbor. God still expects me to help him. Number four. My love for God simply means that I will see the same things others see. But I will feel something they don't. The priest saw the wounded man. The Levite saw the wounded man. Le Lévite a vu la personne blessée. They felt nothing from within. Ils n'ont pas, ils n'ont rien senti. But when the Samaritan saw that same man, quand le Samaritain a vu la même personne, he felt something that will not allow him to pass. Il a senti quelque chose qui pouvait le permettre de passer. Brethren, how do you, how do you, how do you react to people? Comment est-ce que vous réagissez aux autres? You are passing by the desk of somebody at work. Vous passez par quelqu'un au travail. You can see that they have been crying. Do you pretend that you didn't see and then you back off and go somewhere else? Let me summarize this way. Love is not love until there is a need. I will say it again. Love is not love until there is a need. I learned that long ago. That a shepherd is only a shepherd when the sheep have meat. And a lot of you can testify. Most of you don't call pastor when things are good. Most of you don't call pastor even when you have promotion. Let your boss call you. And say, you see, the way you did that thing, I don't like it. By tomorrow, we will decide what we do. Suddenly, you remember you have a shepherd. Certainly, you remember you have a shepherd. Let us pray. But when your boss promoted you, you didn't pray. A shepherd is only a shepherd when things are hard. And that has helped me a lot. Because in those days, I used to think. What kind of children does God have? They get, even when you pray with them and they get a response, they don't come back to tell you. But by the time they are leaving their office and they have bad news, they call you immediately. And God said, that is why you are the shepherd. And so I have learned long ago. That whenever I see phone calls, I make sure I'm sitting properly. Because you will never know what is coming. Number what are we now? Number four. No, number number five. Number five. My love for God makes me to define my neighbor as the person that is in need. What need I see? What need I hear about? What need I can meet? 
And if I cannot meet the need, who I can connect with somebody that can meet the need. Even if you don't have what it takes to meet the need, heaven expects you to connect that person with somebody that can meet the need. De contacter cette personne avec quelqu'un qui peut aider le besoin. That Samaritan was not a paramedic. Ce Samaritan n'était pas un médecin. That Samaritan was not a nurse. Il n'était pas un infirmier. That Samaritan was not a doctor. Il n'était pas un docteur. He did the little he could. Il a fait le peu qu'il pouvait. And then he took that man to where they will meet the need. Et il a amené l'homme là où on pouvait le Because of time, let's go number six. À cause du temps, six. Oh, my love for God, will never allow me make excuses. Brethren, if you are still making excuses why you are not helping people, you are not loving God. In fact, you are not growing upwards. Every excuse you make is an opportunity that you have lost. Number seven. My love for God means I am open to people interrupting my 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 rest. I am open to people becoming a nuisance. Because I am constantly a nuisance to God. If you think about it that way, then you realize that the interruptions and the nuisance they are causing in your life, they are causing in your life, is little compared to what you are doing to God. Et le manque dans votre vie est petit par rapport à ce que vous coupez à Dieu. Number eight. Oui. My love for God. Mon amour pour Dieu. It will move me to expand my resources. Ça va me pousser à expérimenter mon succès. Risk my reputation. Augmenter ma réputation. And ruin my property if need be to help somebody. Je vais détruire mes propriétés s'il y a besoin pour aider quelqu'un. That man probably had only one donkey or camel, whatever he was riding. That Samaritan probably had only one donkey. It's just like you now. Your friend's wife and your friend has traveled. His wife is falling into labor. And she calls you. And as, as she's coming out, blood is pouring. Instead of you to first of all think about the woman. Au lieu de vous occuper d'abord de la ah, you think about your car. Vous vous pensez de votre voiture. Ah, she will ruin my car. Elle va abîmer ma voiture. Oh, the blood will stain my car. Le sang va rester dans ma voiture. Before you know what is happening. Avant que vous ne sachiez ce qui se passe. Why are you trying to look for plastic to put on the seat? Quand vous cherchez les plastiques pour mettre au chaise. The baby drops. L'enfant tombe. The head of the baby goes on the ground. La tête de l'enfant colle sur terre. The baby is deformed for life. La bébé est déformée pour la vie. How can you ever forgive yourself? Comment allez-vous vous pardonner vous-même? That a woman in need. Qu'une femme dans le besoin. Your car was more important. Votre voiture était plus importante. Number nine. Neuf. My love for God means. Mon amour pour Dieu me dit. I will connect with you. Je vais me contacter avec toi. I will care for you. Je vais prendre soin de toi. And I will commit to you now and always. Et je vais me consacrer à toi maintenant et toujours. It's even interesting that man he said. Whatever you spend on him, I don't need to come back. But I will come back. I will pay the remaining bill. 
Because I know that that man did not bargain to be attacked on the street. He didn't plan for that. So I will help him all through this problem. Let me translate that into what we do. Somebody comes to you and says, I have a problem. And you talk about the problem. But that is a problem that is not going to go away one day. How many of you go ahead and follow up? You say, in fact, I've done my part. I spent 15 minutes with him. That is why you will notice. If I ever get involved in any of your situations, it is not because I want to embarrass you, but because that is what a good Samaritan does. I will follow up. I will say, how is that thing we talked about? How is your wife behaving now? How is your child behaving now? How is your husband behaving now? How is that thing in your workplace? Because it is my duty to make sure I follow you until that problem is no longer a problem for you. Number nine. Number ten. This. One of the reasons also why you make sure that you do unto men what you want God to do unto you is because every day I am getting into trouble with God. Every single day. And every day, God is sending people to help me. So if those people are coming to help me, why shouldn't I go out and help other people? That is why the Bible says, freely you have received. Freely give. In more than one place, Jesus Christ said, He said, I give you a new command. Not to love God, but to love one another. He didn't say that they will see that you are my disciples by loving God. He said, they will see that you are my disciples if you love one another. In John chapter 21, Jesus was living. He came to Peter. He said, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes. He said, second time, do you love me? He said, yes. He said, do you love me? Peter says yes. Let's feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. But Peter did not understand the gravity of the advice. He did not understand the gravity of the statement. Even when my sheep don't want to eat, you feed them. When my sheep become stubborn like goats, you stick, you stick with them. Peter will learn that later. In conclusion, I want you to remember the Bible says, as far as they have done it to one of these little ones, one of the least, one of these ones, it says, You have done it to me. The way I thank God 
is by making sure that everyone, anyone that comes across me, they are as comfortable as they can be. After all, there was a time I was not comfortable. The way you can thank God is that you have a roof over your head. You have a husband or your wife that loves you. You have children that God has blessed you with. Some of your classmates have not even married you. Some of your classmates are still believing God for the fruit of the womb. Spread them, reach out to somebody today. Because as you reach out to them, you are pumping the hydraulic that takes you upwards. Every act that you do, you pump the hydraulic that takes you upwards. Everyone that you help, heaven will record it on your behalf. That when I was hungry, you were there. When I was thirsty, you were there. Then heaven will make sure that you never go hungry. That you never go thirsty. In the name of Jesus. Shall we bow down our heads as we pray together? Father, we want to appreciate you because you have been faithful. We thank you, God Almighty, for a day like this. Thank you for thanksgiving. Thank you for all your children, wherever they may be. Father, we pray that today, let help arise for those that are in need. Father, we pray that today, everyone that has been seeing things before and has not been doing anything about it, God, set up their hearts again. Tear up their emotions again. Father, make them restless. In the name of Jesus. We commit all the food and all the drinks that will be eaten and drunk today. We pray, Father, that you will bless it. And above everything else, we pray that your name will be glorified. Thank you, Father, because you are faithful. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. So just a, just a quick announcement for those of you at home. You know we are going to log back immediately onto the Zoom and we will continue our prayer just for about 15 minutes. Uh, those of you that might not be connected with us, please connect with us on our, on our website. Connect with us through Facebook. You can call the church line. We want to know that you are there. We want to connect with you. We want to walk through your emotions and your pain together. And together we believe we'll build a better society. The Lord bless you. Have a very wonderful day. Let's share the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of God forever and ever. Amen. And so we shall live, we shall not die. We shall live to declare the works of God in the land of the living, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Have a very wonderful Thanksgiving.